This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ladies and gents, you guys know what time it is. All things covered. We got another jam-packed show for you. Pat P. Big time Pat P. 5-1 Minnesota Vikings. But we ain't going to talk about that right now. But we're going to talk about some other things involving the NFL. And with that being said, we got a special guest. Oh, by the way, I am B. Mac Brian McFadden. I got to make, make sure I introduce myself to our new faithful watchers, listeners. We appreciate the support. But if you're a fan, right, of SEC football, and I understand Pat P went, he played in the SEC as well. But Pat P a little older. You know what I mean? He's a little old in the tooth right now. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't no young chicken wing anymore. But if you're talking about SEC football, if you're talking about South Carolina football, game cognition stand up, if you talk about lockdown football, I mean, when they put the handcuffs on, you can't go anywhere. This young man been putting handcuffs on a lot of pass catchers so far in his early NFL career. Before, I, well, you guys probably already know who he is, but let me give out his social media handle so you can make sure you can follow this young man on Twitter at JC underscore 10. Follow him on Instagram. You know the kids love the IG nowadays. You know, no Facebook, all IG. Make sure you follow him at JC Horn on Instagram. Pat, Panthers second year cornerback, one of the best in the league right now, putting his stamp on this league. JC Horn is joining, joining us, all things covered. Pat P, Brian McFadden. JC, how you doing? Doing good, man. Just, just blessed, you know, to be be healthy, being able to play football again is is fun. So, I'm just coasting right now. No question. I mean, when we talked to you getting ready for the draft, you know, the expectations were pretty high. You ended up going in the second round. Uh, I'm sorry, my bad. First round, first round, right? First round. You didn't go. I'm the only second round corner on this podcast. Y'all boy went first round. Got big check, by the way, coming out the gate. But, you know, the expectations were high for you. And so far, you have lived up to the billing, man. Tell us a little bit about how you feel based on what you've been able to do in your first year and a half, to say the least, in the National Football League. Oh, man, well, I, I truly feel like, you know, I'm just getting my feet wet. You know, I um, I didn't play much last year. I got hurt. It's down for the season. So I'm really only seven, eight games in, into my career. So I'm still learning, you know, as the weeks go, just trying to build on every performance and uh, just keep learning and growing. And talking about keep learning and keep going, you had the opportunity to play with another former great game cop and uh, Stephon Gilmore. What were some of the things that you was able to learn from him being, you know, having him in the DB room for that year? Um, really just, you know, how you look at the game is so special. Uh, and it's, when he talks to you about it, it's, you break it down to the simplest form and 
you know, the biggest thing I really took from him was, was off the field, you know, taking care of the body, uh, seeing how every day he had the same routine, pre-practice, post-practice. He stuck to it, you know, no matter what was going on. So that was kind of the main, like, mega he gave me. And um, just a few things about, you know, watching film, studying splits, uh, certain things that offenses like to do. You know, all those things I just tried to soak up, soak up with him in a short year I had with him. Yeah, and I wouldn't speak- say that he gave you a great point by saying taking care of your body. And I, I think that's what some so many young guys, you know, get misconstrued. You know, they want to go get their body taken care of when it's hurt. No, you got to go mm-hmm. in there. Main, you got to maintain, you know, get maintenance work on your body. You, you know, you can't get bored with the board. You know, that's how you're able to stay in the league like Stefan, you know, 10 plus years you know, myself and many other greats, you know, that's definitely a key component in, you know, taking care of your body on a daily basis, you know, not, not, not letting that go by. You can't let that go on turn because if your body's failing you, how are you going to perform? So you have to be able to put into your body, invest in your body so you can be the best JC Horn on that field. Every Sunday you step out, uh, step out on the field. And JC, is there a special routine that you have in regards to taking care of your body or in regards to, you know, certain elements to improve your game that you have really fallen in love with throughout this year so far? Um, really just, you know, pre-practice activation, uh, getting into that, you know, like like Pat said, coming in last year, I was really just going, I was doing a little quick warm-up they do and just run out there and practice. So now just, you know, being with Seth for a year and seeing how, he was a professional taking care of his body. I try to make sure I get in there, you know, every day pre-practice and post-practice, you know, getting the tubs, getting the pool. My schedule's still kind of, you know, all over the place while I'm trying to sort out, you know, what I like and what I don't like. But right now I'm just trying to make sure I'm doing something and being proactive, you know, day in and day out uh, to be the best, put the best product on the field that I can. Yeah. And talking about the best product, I mean, both of your two interceptions so far in your career, They've come against your dad's former team, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, what was what were the, those moments like for you? Not just getting the pick, but also doing it against the Saints. And we know it's kind of a little rivalry between the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. So I bet that added a little more spice to the sauce as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's big, you know, like you said, just my dad having so much history with the Saints. It's just coincidence that when we played them both times, both games, I got a pick. Uh, but, you know, it's... It's just so much history between him and my dad that it always makes it special when I'm playing the Saints or a mega play against the Saints. And, and speaking of your dad, we all know that your dad was known for celebration. Do you have a special planned celebration when you get your first pick six? And will we see more of the seatbelt? <laughs> for and, sure. And tell us about that. Tell us about the tell us about the seatbelt as by the way, the seatbelt boy. Go ahead. Yeah, the seatbelt is, you know, there's a lot of a lot of DVs doing it right now. You know, I, I just wanted to, I see a receiver get a first down and they got their little celebrations. So uh, me and my, me and my my teammate from college, he played with Dallas right now, Israel Mukwamu, uh, we had kind of came up with it during practice because we always were saying seatbelt, but then like, we had came up with the actual motion and I did it the next game versus LSU and we played them. You know, every single day you see high schoolers doing it, college players, some league guys do it. Uh, it's trendy, and I just, I just like that the DBs love it. <laughs> That's dope. Hey, you know what I just thought of, guys? Well, Pat P, I don't know if you're gonna do it because you know you don't really like celebrating. I was surprised to see you celebrate. Uh, by the way, this past Sunday hey, against the Dolphins. It was my wife's birthday. Shout out to my wife. 
Yeah, no question. Shout out. And that's why you probably celebrated. But JC, you know what you should do? You should you talk about doing the seatbelt, right? Whenever you put them clamps on somebody out there, a nice PBU, you know, put your hands behind the back like a police officer about to put you in some handcuffs. So like have one of your teammates walk behind you, put your hands and they put that little key on and they lock them handcuffs. And that's a symbol of, you know, they locked up. They can't go nowhere. I'm going to send you a video on my Instagram from my freshman year. We did that. Oh, you already did that? Yeah, we did that. We did it. We oh, did it in my Hey, send that to me, but you need to bring that back on Sunday. You need to bring that. I bet that become a trend, uh, a, a trend in the National Football League. Bring that back this Sunday. You know, if you get a chance to. When Jay, who y'all play this Sunday, JC? Uh, we got the Bucks, Brady and the Bucks. Oh, you got Tampa. Oh, yeah, you, if you get one off Brady, you got to do the seat, uh, the clamps. Yeah, I, I, I'll pull it out for y'all. If I, my grandma went off of them, I'm definitely gonna pull it out. No, no question. Pull it up. Pull it out, man. Put them clamps on them, man. Put them handcuffs on them, man. So, sure. JC, go, going back to your draft, you were the highest pick at your position. So you might not hold grudges like some players do when they don't go as high as expected. But do you measure yourself at some of the other peers at your position in that draft class? You look at some of the other guys that were drafted. Pat Sertan Jr., who's doing a phenomenal job for the Broncos. Caleb Farley, Tyson Campbell, Asante Samuel Jr. They all are performing extremely well. So do you kind of pay attention to what some of the other corners are doing that were that was a part of your same draft? Uh, yeah, I pay attention, but, you know, not in a way of just trying to, you know, be better than them, but I'm just a fan of football. So, like, Pat, you know, everybody tried to, you know, kind of put us against each other because we went 89, and people go always don't compare us, but I'm a huge fan of his game. Like, he, he probably – I probably watch him the most out of all corners just because he's so technically sound. And uh, he just, he always played like that because we came out of high school together and he always been like prototype, had, had great technique. Uh, so even throughout college and still now, I watch, I watch a lot of his games and you know, watch a lot of his, his cut-ups and just try to, you know, get better myself. But as far as just watching them, trying to measure myself against them, I don't really measure myself against nobody. I just try to get better every every single week. Man, yeah, I heard that and you're not, you know, I had a ha, had to go through some comparison myself. You know, coming out of the, the draft and, and playing a, in the same division as one of my uh, one of my good friends, uh, Richard Sherman. So I know how that can be as well. You know, like you said, we're a fan of football. You know, so if that guy is you know doing something, at the end of the day, it's pushing you to be the best you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So that's the beauty of uh, football and you know that inside competitiveness that you know DBs and you know great guys as yourself. Have, but the last time we had you on our show, we talked about a dog mentality. Why do corners need to play like that or play with that mentality? I mean, I know why, but I want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because the position we in, man, especially in the league, it's it's so tough, bro. Like you could break on something, you got to pick quarterback, fit it in there, and now it's a big, you know, it's a big play, and you just got to have that mentality to line it up again and, and not let that play fade you. And I feel like if you don't got that mentality, then you just won't stick because you're going to get beat, especially in this league. No question. How good quarterbacks are and how crafty offense coordinators getting the scheme guys open, like, it's hard to cover. So you're going to get beat. You just got to have the mentality to line it back up again and make make the play the next time to come to you. Yeah. He going a long way, Matt. No question. <laughs> no question. Man, 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 certified. Number one. You know, anytime you 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 rocking number eight out there, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you you already know what time it is. You feel me? You, you know, you know what time it is. He's certified. He's stamped. He got that verified check. 
Hey, it's covered skills out there on Sundays. Are you talking about getting it done, JC? An individual, unfortunately, who didn't get it done was Matt Rule. You know, for a few weeks we heard rumors about potentially, you know, you know, ending that relationship. Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers, of course, over a week ago, they decided to uh, terminate his uh, his obligations to uh, the team. Um, but, but what were your thoughts when you heard that Matt Rule was getting fired? And what does that do to a team when it happens in the middle of the season? Oh man, my my first thoughts was just like, like you said, it was kind of it was kind of already in the water. You heard a lot of people talking about it, so of course the team was thinking about it. And when it happened, we somewhat was prepared for it to happen. Um, and you know now it's just, or either we can let it go all the way downhill, or we can rally together and uh, come out there every Sunday and fight and you know try to turn it around. And that's kind of where you know we are as a team right now. We didn't come out uh, where we wanted to this this past weekend, but you know, we still got got two division games back to back. Go out there and try to steal these two, and you know, we'll be sitting you know, in a good spot. So, just just rallying together and trying to fight to turn it around, and you know, just keep going hard and you know, chopping wood. So that's that's really the team mindset right now. And I got a question for you: being a young guy going through a sudden change so early, is it a shock to you? You know, seeing how the business works, seeing how fast things happen. Like, is it a shock to you? Yeah, bro, it's still, it's still a shock. Like, it was a shock last year. Like, after training camp, seeing the roster get cut down, locker room felt, you know, empty at that first practice back. But even now, just seeing seeing how fast people can come and go, uh, it kind of is a shock. But it, it kind of helped me sell my P's and Q's and just understand that's how the business go. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that's the thing about the business as well, you know, <laughs> Business can mentally drain you. It can mentally drain you day in and day out. And like you talked about having that dog mentality, it's kind of like you got to have that same mentality, you know, on the business side, because, you know, think about the combine, what the combine is, is made to do, to mentally drain you and see how, how, how you can physically perform under pressure. Yeah. That's the exact thing when you get into the locker room having to deal with contracts having to deal with gms having to deal with trades bad teams how can you mentally deal with that and you know quite frankly it's good to you know hear you know you go through this process you know this early in your career and you able to navigate through that and be able to still stay on track because that's where a lot of guys get lost you know Mm -hmm. when things like this happen Team started getting divided. Now, at the end of the day, you're your best product, and you got to put your best tape on field every time you step out there. Although it's a team game, at the end of the day, JC's out there performing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's that's kind of been my mindset whenever you know I'm kind of asked about it because I'm like, at the end of the day, we still got to go out there on Sunday. It don't matter who the coach, right? Hey, you still gonna have to go out there and do your job, and if you don't, they gonna hold that against you. So. No I mean, it's, it's crazy to be a sudden change, but at the same time, you know, as a business, everybody got a job to do, and I'm, I'm going to try to make sure I do mine to the best of my ability. Yeah. Sure. And talking about the business side, unfortunately, you had a teammate get traded a few days ago, Robbie Anderson. Um, You have several other players, you know, their names has, have been in the trade conversations as well. How do you deal with that in the locker room when you don't know who will be there the next day based on some of the rumors we've heard over the last few days? 
man, it's, I don't want to sound repetitive, bro, but like the same thing, just keep, I just got to keep going. Like every, even my teammates, we just got to keep, keep chopping wood. You can't too much get caught up in, you know, the trade talks and what could happen. And we just got to keep working, you know, keep showing up to practice, keep going hard every day. And the guys that's there, when you're there, let's work. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you get traded, that's on you. We just got to, as a, if I'm on the Panthers, I want me and all my teammates to just keep working hard and keep stepping because we still got to be out there every Sunday. Hey, real quick question for both of you guys, Pat P, and you can definitely hit on this as well. JC, what have you seen from Steve Wilkes, who is now the interim head coach? Of course, he's a guy who works hands-on in the secondary. Do you think he has a legit opportunity to be the coach moving forward after this interim situation this year? And Pat P, you know, you've been around with Steve as well. You know, what are some of the things that you've seen from his ability short term in Arizona, didn't get an opportunity to really show what he can do. But when he had a head coaching opportunity in Arizona, you know, what was your thoughts about that? I let JC hit it first. Uh, yeah, man, Wilkes, Wilkes, uh, he one of the one of the best coaches I had because he just got a natural ability to lead. Like everything he says, you know, it's so it's so straightforward. And you know, guys just have a tendency to, to lead behind that. So I think I think he he got a real shot at you know, being a coach, but obviously we still got to go out there and help, help him out with that, and, you know, winning football games too. But, you know, the team, the team bought in everything he's saying. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm sure Pat know he just, he's just a real natural leader and, you know, an easy guy to follow by. Yeah. And just like JC said, man, he, he is truly a natural leader and no matter who you are, he ain't taking no crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we saw that last week, you know, by him, you know, sending Robbie, Robbie uh to the to the locker room for whatever you know happened on the sideline. But um, you know, he's a, he's a he's a true leader, true leader of men. You know, um, I can't wait. I I text him as soon as he got his. You know, they they named him as an interim head coach. Uh, you know, happy that he got another opportunity because it was only you know only time due. You know, he he's definitely built for this job. And, um, you know, like JC said, now those guys have to go out there and win for him and, and, you know, play competitive football. So, you know, if it don't work out with him, with Carolina naming him a head coach, you know, fully, you know, other teams, because it's going to be about six, seven jobs open, you know, at the end of the year. Every year. On average, it's about six or seven jobs, you know, open at the end of every year. So it's going to, this is is big for him. I'm happy to see that he got another opportunity, though. I got, well... You know, I like to really think outside the box and I like to get things stirred up a little bit. If Wilkes is not the head coach in 2023, JC, of course, we know you will be a part of the Panthers moving forward. You're one of the pieces, the, the foundational pieces. How would you feel if there was a guy by the name of Sean Payton entertaining becoming a head coach for the Panthers? You know, Coach Payton had a lot of success in this league. And I don't care who the coach is. I just want to win. So... He had a lot of success, and you know that's the guy they think can get it done. I'll be happy, you know, happy to bring him on board. I'm just, I just want to win. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I will say this: ain't nothing like winning, my guy. <laughs> ain't nothing like winning. Yeah, no <laughs> but, question. Yeah. Uh, last question for me. You know, like, I know you got a busy schedule, got a big game coming up. This will be your first career game against Tom Brady and the Bucks. What is your excitement level and uh, going into this game and, you know, what are you looking to, you know, you know, what's your performance, you know, uh, level that you think you're going to come out on this game? 
And are you following Mike Evans? I, I know that man wasn't gonna say that. I can I, I that's why I ain't matching that. I, they come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. You know, that's that's the plan. Um, and you know, for me, I'm I'm excited to get get out there and compete with Brady. You know, obviously the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. So anytime you get to line up against you know a legendary guy like that, you gotta bring your A game. So I'm, I'm locked in, you know, I'm trying to you know, do everything top notch this week and, uh, you know, put out a good performance on Sunday. Yeah. And you will be back in uniform because, of course, they missed you last Sunday. You back. You scheduled to go this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to be back this week. Say no more. Say no more. Before we let you go, JC, we're going to hit hit you with the superlative part of our show. Rapid fire questions. We want your honest, unbiased answer. Out the gate. First question. Top five cornerbacks in the league right now. Your top five. You know. All right, number one, I'm gonna go Pat Sertain. Okay. Two. You can have yourself in your top five. This is your list now, so you know. Yeah. Oh. This is your list. Right. I'm gonna I'm exclude me because it's so many. Okay. It's so, I'm gonna exclude me. I'm gonna go one Pat right now, uh, two Slate. You've been balling. Um, three Jalen. Uh, four right now. I go, I go, um, Tyree Willen from the Seahawks. He been, mm-hmm. Willen been balling. Yeah. Willen <laughs> balling. <laughs> you know, he's six four, six five, four two out there also. Have we ever seen a corner like that? Six four four. Nine. Yeah, not, not, not four two and you six four. Yeah, not four two and six four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got him at four and then I'll probably go, uh, I'll probably go Jair at five. Okay, like good list, that. good list. Most underrated, most underrated players on the, uh, most underrated player on the Panthers defense. Uh, Frankie Lou. Mm, what he makes him underrated? He, he really the heart, of the heart and soul of the defense. You know, he played, he played uh, balls to the wall every, every snap. He go hard and he just get a whole defense energy. He done made a lot of big plays uh, for us on defense. He had a, Strip, uh, strip, strip the fumble, led to a touchdown, and then he picked six on the next week. So he just had been playing out of his mind, and you know he always been a guy we knew that could play. But now he just he doing it in the game, and you know I'm just happy to see him balling. Yeah, toughest wide receiver you you've covered so far in the NFL? Uh, probably Amari Cooper. You know, okay. he was he was yeah. route running crazy, set up his routes, so patient. Uh, that, was, that was probably the hardest matchup I had and the most fun, too. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. What about you want to pick off the most? We just talked about him, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Hey, and when you pick him off Sunday, man, make sure you keep the football. Oh, yeah, for sure. I got to keep that. Yeah. Sure. Last question for you. Wide receiver you're looking forward to covering this season if you haven't already seen that guy this year? Is there a particular wide receiver on the schedule that you like? Okay, I'm looking forward towards that matchup. Oh, we got a lot of good matchups this this year. DK, uh, Jamar, oh. that whole Cincinnati receiving core, they all dogs. Uh-huh. Even the division in Atlanta, you know, Drake London, he, I think he's pretty good. And Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, so you I'm got Mike good. Evans this week. Mike Evans this week. So it's now it's competition every week. So I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, okay. Well, say no more, JC. We're going to let you get up out of here. You know you got to get to your routine for this big game, the Carolina Panthers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So 
we gonna see we gonna see the new the new uh move out there Sunday when you put them clamps on somebody you gonna go ahead and give them the seatbelt you go ahead and give them the handcuffs we can can I look for that for sure you for sure you can look for that I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the DVs know tomorrow we on that no question had them handcuffs <laughs> and had key you know when they put them cuffs on I don't know if y'all boys have been in cuffs before but you know they put them <laughs> in put that key hey they turn it you can't go nowhere. Yeah, locked up. We got you. No question. That and that's the mindset. Y'all boys locking people up on Sunday, man. Go out and get a big time win. Uh, ladies and gents, once again, JC Horn, talented corner, second year corner for the Carolina Panthers, big time ball game this Sunday, hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady goes to Carolina. Well, it's going to be a tough matchup for the Buccaneers, and I can't wait to see JC put on for the city, man. Once again, JC, thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.